Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Well, now we see but through a glass darkly. Sir? He said he's a mirror. Of you, sir? Yes. I do not agree. Although you share the same genetic structure, the events of your life have created a unique individual. If I had lived his life, is it possible that I would have rejected my humanity? The B4 is physically identical to me, although his neural pathways are not as advanced. But even if they were, he would not be me. How can you be sure? I aspire, sir, to be better than I am. B4 does not, nor does Shinzon. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we say farewell to the summer of Star Trek as we review the final film in the Prime Timeline series. It's the movie that killed the film franchise. We're talking about 2002's Star Trek Nemesis. But first, he's the commander who looks forward to getting married naked to my Klingon who's scared of nudity. It's James. How are you doing, James? Yeah, that, that actually sounds about accurate. Uh, I've had a shit week again. It's been a shit month. It'll continue to be a shit month. I still don't have internet. God only knows how this is going to work, and I'm going to be honest. Uh, Nemesis was the fucking bright spot of Holy this week. Holy shit. That was a well, dark I, week. I, I, it was a dark week, but I'm gonna, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed this movie a lot, and I think you might be surprised where I rank it in my, uh, in my rankings. I might be. But first, he's the android that went all to pieces. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Um, I'm doing good. Can we just like not produce anything this week? Because I want to go eat some pork tacos. No, no, we're producing something no. this week. You're going to have to wait on your pork tacos. Damn. Besides, B- B4 doesn't eat. That's right. Why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, really. I want to know why. Why are you not on your main computer, James? Recording. He's I'm not just not get him taking this time. the bait. I'm not, He's <laughs> not taking the bait. He did the first time. He did. And you will hear it in the the uh, <laughs> bloopers. All right. Uh, coming up around uh, CBC this week, Katobophobias had their uh, Q and A session. Uh, that episode is out, so they. Uh, ask their listenership to uh, send them questions that they could answer. Uh, and they produce the uh, episode where they give their answers to the people who ask their questions. So check out that episode. BGA reviewed Total War Troy this week. Uh, that's the new Total War game in the Total War series. If you're not familiar with that, you basically uh, control huge armies that fight other huge armies. Total War Troy was actually given away for free by Creative Assembly for a limited time earlier this month, earlier in August. If you missed that, uh, sorry, you would have had to have signed up for an Epic account if you didn't already have one. I didn't get the new uh, game because I didn't want to sign up for an Epic account, but that's neither here nor there. Drunk and I have an Epic account, but I don't use it on, you know, fucking principle. Yeah. 
Drunkonomics covered uh, buybacks and the Dow switching things up this week. Uh, so the Dow dropped a few companies from their list, added a few other companies to take their place. Uh, so that was big news in the financial world uh, about a week or so ago. Spoiler They Die is presenting Spoiler They Live, uh, Peyton Leitner's survival story. Um, I guess uh, they don't die this week. So It's it's spelled Lutner. Lutner. Yeah. And it comes out on Thursday, so remember that. And there's a new Every Cigars Thursday. and Coffee out this week. You want to talk about that, James? There's a new Cigars and Coffee out this week. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, uh, Tim and I sit down. We talk. It's called uh, something like a big mess or what a big mess. I don't know. It's basically an hour of me bitching about a derecho uh, and all of the shit that went wrong and kind of where we're at, what we were thinking. And uh, it was great. Had a, a great time being able to uh, sit down, have a cigar with him. So check it out on our YouTube channel. Uh, just search for Simply Stogie's podcast on YouTube and there shall be. Cool. Rob, you got some news for us this week? I do. Um, so the first one is, uh, and James, you're going to be excited about this. Um, Disney is purging all woke agenda stuff from their IPs, from Star Wars, Marvel, and all that kind of good stuff. I don't believe you. Nope. Apparently, it has uh, gone across as a memo um, that, uh, one, the customer is always right from now on. Um, And if you have a problem, uh, you being like uh, employees or actors or anything like that that are signed on to any movie that Disney is producing, um, you will, if you have a problem and you decide to speak out against it, uh, you can say goodbye to your contract. I don't believe you. Where um, where did you see this? Uh, so it comes from the same guy uh, that uh, Doomcock is his name uh, that has <laughs> sounds like a bunch. incredible fucking journalist. Right. Yeah. No, actually, Doomcock. he has. Uh, he's he's leaked quite a bit of stuff. Uh, uh, apparently, wait, wait, he's wait. Got is some, this is this a guy who said that, like I think he was he was saying uh, he he leaked a bunch of stuff about Star Wars right uh, the last the last Jedi yeah none of it or the rise of Skywalker none of it was right oh I none don't know it. about that one I don't yeah, know about none that of one. it this is the uh, guy that parades around in his videos with some kind of weird costume on and it's is is that is this the same guy I think it is might be. Well, does it say that they're yeah. purging this stuff from past films or just future? No, 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 no. Future films. They're uh, from now on. Basically, writings on the wall. Um, in terms of, uh, they haven't been making money. Um, right. And That's they need not to true. be making money. There's a. Oh no, they've lost a ton of money. They've, they've uh, lost billions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's a. There's a. There's a saying. In certain circles. Wait, 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 wait. Where have they lost that, that, billions? That goes, go woke, go broke, mm-hmm. and that's not. Yeah, that's that's catchy. 100%. That doesn't make it true. Where have they lost? It billions? does. It, it, oh, seriously? Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to get into politics, but I, I think Star maybe Wars, you need to do a little bit of research before you say it doesn't make it truth. Yeah, that is well, I'm not saying it's false either. I'm just saying it's a catchy fucking phrase, but I need to see some evidence behind it. 
with with Star Wars failing at Disney and the fear surrounding the uh, coronavirus pandemic causing the company to lose billions. Okay, the coronavirus pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are not doing things. They have lost billions. They are looking at ways to get their shit back. And part of that is the fact that uh, Star Wars did shitty um, and they're getting bad mouthed by people specifically like Brie Larson, who is um, got her own little agenda. Uh, what agenda is Disney, that? Uh, S, uh, SJW. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't She's know. I don't fucking SJW. read yeah. all this shit. I could give two yeah. shits yeah. about it. So and anyway, so so apparently <laughs> Brie has been um, downgraded as the uh, face or the or the uh, you know the I guess the face you know of of Marvel um, and they're going to try to promote um, Elizabeth Olsen as the new face. I'm okay um, with that. I think yeah. Elizabeth Olsen's very very attractive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far <laughs> okay. as like, well, attractiveness aside, <laughs> okay. I don't think the I don't think the Wanda character <laughs> can carry a franchise. Well, I don't think it's so much as I, carrying a franchise; it's just uh, I, promoting, try. yeah, promote hmm. being being in the forefront as opposed to using Captain Marvel because of the shit that Brie spews out that pisses off all the fans. Uh, yep, that's it. Okay, uh, can uh, we no, can we do can we can we talk about shit that actors and actresses say on the side? And and separate that from the fucking art that they produce. I mean, if I if I boycotted or stopped watching every actor that I disagreed with or I thought was said shit stupid shit, I would cut down on half of the shit that I could watch. It's it's I not so much that disagree. they say that they say stupid shit. It's things that like Brie <laughs> taking shots at the fans because she doesn't like the fact okay, that they criticize. That's again saying stupid shit. Yeah, I, I th- so look, Jason and I are obviously on opposite uh, ends of, of the spectrum here, but I agree with everything. Like, look, if I'm going to boycott a movie because of something dumb an actor said or something an actor said that I just absolutely do not agree with, like, I would never watch another fucking movie again. Right. I mean, people have opinions and they express their opinions. There's there's plenty of places now to express your opinions. I don't agree with all opinions out there. I don't agree with a lot of opinions out there. I, but you know, they 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 produce entertaining material. I'm not going to stop watching that just because I don't agree with them personally. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd stop watching it because I don't agree with them personally. Because again, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't watch anything. At the same time, when I find myself agreeing with a guy like Ricky Gervais, who's basically like, you guys are all, you guys all have your heads up your own asses. Nobody gives a shit what you say. Like at some point, actors have to realize we don't give a fuck. We just don't. We don't care what they say. So just stop saying it. Well, but I mean, the corollary to that is nobody cares what anybody says. So why does anybody say anything? And that's that's not true. Uh, So, uh, well, that goes back. I'll I'll be honest. I think that goes back. I mean, I think we're getting way into the weeds here, but that goes back to a time. That goes back. A time-honored tradition, Jason, where you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion uh, in polite company. You just don't because those things are divisive by nature. And so you don't ever want to piss anybody off. You want to be polite. You want others to be polite. 
uh, when you're around. So well, you sure. Don't fucking talk there's, about there's a time and a place for those conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Hollywood ain't it. Hollywood ain't it. I, so I, I see what you're saying. And yes, actors and actresses use their celebrity to push, uh, push topics. Agendas. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say agendas because agenda seems like it has a, a negative connotation. Like they're, they're trying to gain something over people, but so they, they, they have, they have passions. They have topics that they want to push to the forefront well, I think- in the conversation. <laughs> And, it, and celebrities it, 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 do do that. And they do that on both sides of the fucking aisle. It's it's not just one side. I'm not saying that they don't, but I think that, look, I'm not saying that they don't. And I certainly, but it, it you have to admit, my friend, that there is one, there's, there's one side that is vastly uh, represented more than the other side. In, in, in Hollywood, Hollywood? Yes. Yes. Especially. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, and I think that's where you see people on the side that's not being heard in Hollywood just really have a problem with it because it is, it's just like, guys, we want to, we want to be entertained. The world is already divisive enough. I think I've said this on this show, on my show and every show, the world is divisive enough. I don't need fucking politics in Hollywood. I don't need fucking politics in sports. I don't need fucking politics anywhere except when I want to go to a political channel and listen to the shit that fucking spews out of their mouth. That's it. That's the only time I want to hear it is when I want to. But I think the like, celebrities. Hollywood is an escape. It's but, supposed to be an escape. Sports are supposed to be an escape. Sure. I don't need social justice from these guys. Go fucking play your sport. Go fucking. Okay. If you had your druthers, you would camera. have social justice from nobody. So that's, that's a non-starter. <laughs> but I, I think the celebrities can use their celebrity in, in a good way, in a, in a neutral, passionate kind of thing. Uh, Chris Evans right now is is promoting uh, a website that uh, is basically just an informational website on political candidates. Uh, it's supposedly nonpartisan. I looked at it for a little bit. I don't bit believe it that it's nonpartisan. I, it, I don't believe it. It is I don't very neutral I don't in it. nature. Well, go look I, at it. Go look I at it. I don't want to. Okay, well then. Talk. Why are we I can't help you. I can't help you. Fuck, I want to live in a utopia where... We all have starships. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. What else you got, Rob? Uh, well, I guess the only other thing I'm going to bring up, because we went way over on time. This is um, your fault, Rob. No, fuck that. That's Jason. How is that I mean, my fault? You're the one that brought that fucking advocate. article up. Yeah. Knowing um, that it was going to rile James. You shook James's cage. You can't do that. All yeah, right. Well, you, yeah. Netflix is uh, creating a new Resident Evil series. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. I do. Want to know? Want to hear about it? Here it goes. <laughs> don't fucking do it. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not watching it. I don't care. I don't care how many people are like, oh, it's, it's so good. Derp and derp. I'm not watching it. Fuck you. All I'm right. done with Resident Evil. So, so basically you're in the same boat as Jason is with Discovery. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to knock it before you try it, huh? Yeah. I tried Discovery. Yes. You tried one oh, fucking you tried episode. One episode. That doesn't fucking count. Get the fuck out of How here. How many fucking doses of poison do I have to try before I decide it's not for me? At least Until two. Until you like the Maybe fucking three. poison. <laughs> or I die. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah. yeah Assholes. Look, Discovery's not going to kill you. Fucking stupid zombie movies based on a zombie video game series that should have ended. Although Resident Evil fucking seven uh, on the PSVR. Oh, that's fucking some disturbing shit. 
Uh, that's the only other uh, Resident Evil game I'll play. The rest of them can all eat a dick. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? Um, I've got some Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds dudes. Ooh, you hear that? okay. They I finally guess, hook I up. I guess that. I guess that ooh is uh, you want to hook up that you're. I think interested. that's a tacit, yeah, tacit yeah. approval. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was announced about a year ago that uh, they want to reboot Face Off. Um, <laughs> and there is there is a bunch of people that I'm all want, for this. Yeah, I mean, want Hugh Jackman I mean, and Ryan Reynolds to do it. And no, apparently, I mean, apparently Hugh Jackman's in. Uh, he's got one condition, though. What's that? Um, they have to shoot all their scenes uh, completely separate from each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, because okay, you know they have because they have yeah. that rivalry thing going so on. So I am yeah. checking right now on the great big <laughs> list know? of sci-fi titles <laughs> to see if face, face off on there. I'm checking oh, right now. Oh, it needs to be. It's so good. Because I was thinking it's about so that good. earlier this week. Face oh, off Gina and, see, and, and I forgot to check and see if oh. it was on here. Gina Gershon. She was good. In it is not on here. It is. It is now. On the list. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm all in on this. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. But here's, here's my caveat. If I'm, if I'm Ryan Reynolds, here's my caveat. Yes. I will do this with you. Fine. We can shoot our scenes apart, but you have to play Wolverine in a Deadpool movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I, would I don't make see that, that ever happening. Yeah. How are they going to do the entire movie? Totally they apart. He's, it's a joke. Done. He's, it's a, joking. It's a joke. He's joking. He's yeah, joking. They joke. have a they have a friendly rivalry that they really don't have a rivalry of. They're best friends. They're f- oh, I best know. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but he's just when somebody brought it up, he said uh, Hugh Jackman said, "I'm all for it, but is it possible to shoot uh, shoot it where we are actually never so, together?" So here's the thing, I, I, and I'm going to say some controversial shit here. I'm going to have a hot take on this. So just everybody out there, prepare yourself. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, John Travolta, that's who was in this, right? It was John, yeah, Travolta, John Travolta and, and Nick Cage. Uh, Nicholas and, Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Yep. So John Travolta acting as Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage acting as John Travolta. I mean, it's not an easy thing to fucking do. Right. And I think that they did it pretty oh, well. Oh, no, I, I do. Remember. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they did. Yeah. I thought they did great. So look. I love, and I, so don't, please don't take offense to this guys. Uh, I love Hugh Jackman. I love Ryan Reynolds. I think they're both great actors. Uh, I'm not hundred percent confident that the other could pull off acting like the other one. I, I don't know. For watching it. I don't know. I think Ryan well, Reynolds could pull off a Hugh Jackman and I think but Hugh I think Jackman it would be over the top. Don't you? Don't you think both Ryan Reynolds and, and Hugh Jackman would just go over the top playing the other? Yeah, and I think that would be one of the best parts <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> you know, yeah, if anything, I'm all in on this. <laughs> so if anything, they would do a. Um, it would it would take place during October, um, and they would have at least a Halloween party scene. Where one of them dresses up as Wolverine, the other is Deadpool. That way Just they can Deadpool. get the whole. <laughs> yeah, way they can get it um, uh, together, yep. you know, and they can say, "No, yeah, yep. we did a Deadpool Wolverine movie." That's right. Fuck Who you, would only, only they would have to switch it. Hugh Jackman switch would it. have oh. to play Deadpool. Oh, and Ryan Reynolds yeah. would have to play yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> yes, 
Again, yeah. I'm, I'm all in. I'm not hearing a bad idea here. Yeah. Uh, my only question is who's going to play the role that uh, Gina Grishon played? Because she was so hot. Oh, back uh, in the day. Let's go she with. She may not. Uh, I, look, I'm going to guess she's still hot now because she's Gina fucking Grishon. Oh, Gina. Mm, so hot. Uh, let's go with Robbie. Um, Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm all in. I am. I'm 110% in on this. Let's fucking make this happen. Hollywood? Like, I usually hate you. Like, make me not hate you with this fucking movie. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Anything else for us, Robbie? No. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Yep. B4 is. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The Romulans are having a sit-down to discuss this new upstart Riemann named Shinzen. He's formed a rebellion on Remus, which is annoying the Romulans, since that's where they keep all their dilithium and all the Riemanns they use to mine it. After Argyle bargling for a bit, they move on to other matters when one of the senators leaves for another meeting. She, however, leaves behind her big poison button, which opens and spews green <laughs> mist all over the Senate floor, turning all the remaining Romulans to modern art. On the Enterprise, Picard is suing for peace with another of his long, dull speeches. Oh wait, no, he's toasting the marriage of Troy and Riker. After the ceremony, there is a positronic ping from a distant system suggesting that Noonien Sung spread his cybernetic seed farther than everyone realized. <laughs> the Enterprise drops everything to investigate, despite the planet holding a pre-warp society, because fuck the Prime Directive. Data, Picard and Worf take the off-roader out for a joy ride, when they find pieces of not data scattered across a desert. But just as they find not Data's head, a bunch of alien rednecks with gun-mounted off-roaders of their own take pot shots at Data and friends. Picard does his best evil Knievel and jumps into their waiting shuttle, and they zoom off back to the Enterprise. They put not Data back together and find out he's dumber than a bag of robs. Picard is ordered on a diplomatic mission to Romulus to meet the newest breeder, Shinzen. When the Enterprise arrives, Shinzen uncloaks his huge fucking ship, probably compensating for a small peen. Shinzen invites Picard and his entourage over to the Scimitar, and it's there they meet the Picard cosplayer that calls himself Shinzen, and his minions who look like Dracula mid-transition into his bat form. But wait, if Shinzen is overcompensating for a small peen, and he's a clone of Picard, does that mean Picard? Oh, that explains so much. Anyway, Shinzen doesn't really want peace, he wants Picard's mojo, which he plans on extracting when he kidnaps Picard straight off his own bridge. It seems Shinzen is literally falling apart, and only Picard's mojo can hold him together. Shinzen also planted not data on the planet, and is using the tin moron as an insider to get information. But Geordi and Data are pretty smart, and already figured it out. So when Shinzen beamed not data back to the scimitar, they actually beamed data over, dressed as not data. Data helps break Picard out, and they escape by playing a real-life game of descent. The Enterprise escapes Romulus, and is scheduled to rendezvous with seven other ships to head back and take out the Scimitar. It seems Shinzen has made a weapon using radiation that has, once again, been banned from use. He plans on using that weapon to wipe out Earth, because reasons. However, when the Enterprise <laughs> hits an area of space where their communications don't work, Shinzen attacks. The Scimitar can fire while cloaked, and their cloak is perfect. But instead of destroying the Enterprise, Shinzen still craves that bald mojo, so he fires to disable the ship instead. That buys the Enterprise time to get reinforcements in the form of other Romulans who don't like Shinzen much. 
The new Romulan Federation Alliance fire at random trying to find the scimitar, and a big battle ensues until both Romulan ships are neutralized and Deanna has to take the wheel and rams Shinzen's ship. Picard then beams over to stop the Doom Ray from firing, and we get some hot Picard on not Picard action. Data, realizing nothing gets done unless he does it, heads over to the scimitar, beams Picard back over to the Enterprise, and then blows himself and the scimitar up. The Enterprise heads back to Earth for repairs, Riker accepts command of the Titan, after realizing Picard is never going to retire or die, and roll not Data singing blue skies giving Picard hope that Data is somewhere in their credits. <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, that's pretty good. I would... It's been a while since I've watched Nemesis. And I, I like it a little bit better than I remember, but mm -hmm. it still doesn't make a whole fucking lot of sense, especially Shinzen's motivation for trying to take out Picard in the earth. So I think this movie suffers from a couple of things uh, for sure, including reasons, <laughs> motivate <laughs> like just reasons for a whole lot. Like why are we dropping everything to violate the prime directive? Right. To fucking go, go get a, 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 a Rob lookalike. Why are, why, well, why they didn't know it was a, the earth. They didn't know it was a data lookalike. They had, they had an idea. idea. Yeah. Uh, so especially when it could have been lore, like, does anybody know where the fuck lore is at this point? Yeah. No, they no. I don't deactivated think so. them. Didn't they? Well, they deactivated no, it, them, but they like launched them out of the airlock. Yeah. So it's somebody could have got him and or no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, he's... no. Data had him in his quarters. So data still has lore, right? Does he? Because if data still has lore, I can't imagine. Uh, given the events of Picard and the end of Nemesis that they wouldn't have uh, turned lore on and been like, Hey, help us get data back. Or if they can put, Data's memory engrams in B4. Why not put his memory engrams in lore and overwrite lore? And now you have data. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so this movie does suffer from a couple of things, but you're right. This movie's pretty good. I, anybody want to guess, like just at the beginning, before we really start talking about this, where I have this on my list of movies, anybody? Um, do you want to know where you had it originally? Yes. Where, where did I have it? Originally? All right. Originally that was number seven for you. Okay. Well, it has moved up the list. <laughs> All right. Really? I would wow. think four. All right. Four? I'm going to give it a four. All right. Jason, where do you think I've got this? Um, I'm going to say five. Okay. All right. So you'll find out when we all find out where we ranked everything. Uh, for those of you playing at home, uh, if you get this right, give yourself a pat on the back. You know me better than these two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So data. Um, so in the episode descent part two, um, when uh, data realized Lore's malign nature, this is according to uh, memory alpha, the holder of all Star Trek knowledge. Uh, data fired upon and deactivated Lore, whose last words were, I love you, brother. Lore was subsequently dismantled and the emotion chip, though damaged, was removed and returned to its rightful owner. So they dismantled Lore. Why? why because not of his malign him? nature. I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure, but why not send him to the Daystrom Institute and let fucking uh, Maddox have a crack at him? Because like, Brett, Spiner didn't, Brett Spiner didn't want to have to uh, do it again. <laughs> right. Done. He's done with yeah. data. <laughs> 
Well, okay, but here's the thing. You can't tell me they didn't have an inkling of coming back for another movie when this one was done because they left it wide open for yeah, them they to did. figure out a way to get data back. Yeah, they actually they actually intentionally did that. In fact, uh, Patrick Stewart commented on that well after this movie was over. Um, he stated that room for a sequel was left as before began singing Blue Skies. Yeah. So I I I would have uh, I'll be honest I would have liked to have seen a, a sequel and I'll tell you why out of all of the the generation movies all the next gen movies there was only one that I hated was that generations, generations? yeah I, I meant next gen movies out of all the next gen movies there was only one that I hated generations generations no no insurrection okay okay I because you've never had real good things to say about generations. Yeah, let me see where that's on my list. That's actually, and it should tell you how I feel about all the other movies on this list. That's uh, Generations is somewhere in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't understand what Shinzon's problem was with Earth and Picard and humans when they had nothing to do with him. They didn't even know he existed. Why why didn't he just take out Romulus? That would have made more sense. Right. Yeah. Okay, but other than other than that, I mean that's a pretty big glaring thing. But other he than that, wanted to I don't know. He wanted to rule. This movie felt like a movie. It didn't feel like an episode. Yes. You're right there. It didn't feel like a, a two part TNG episode. It it felt like a motion picture. And it being an even numbered Star Trek movie kind of fits in the pattern. It seems that the odd numbered Star Trek movies kind of suck, while the even numbered Star Trek movies are are pretty good. Now this eh, one there's, a, there's lost an exception money. to that rule. Like what? We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Now this one actually lost money. Um, it had a sixty million dollar budget, which was pretty big for a Star Trek movie. Uh, it only made sixty seven point three million in the box office. So once you put on marketing costs and other post production costs after you know actually making the movie, uh, it lost money. And that's why they kind of uh, killed any further movie. They they had plans for one more TNG movie to kind of wrap everything up. Never happened because of this movie. Well, that's sad because this movie I think is pretty pretty good. It's it's, it's okay. It's number one for them now. <laughs> it's, it's not number, number one. one. It's not number one. No, it's not number one. You know number who two? didn't like uh, no. some aspects of this movie? Uh. Riker, Mike, Will Riker, who uh, had uh, a two-bit uh, cameo in it. <laughs> well, I, no, it was it was some of the other cast. So, like Marina Sirtis didn't like how this movie was done. Um, Why is that? Did, she thought that. So the the director, she was mad that they didn't have a Beta Z. Um, uh, I was mad they didn't have a fucking Beta Z wedding in the movie. <laughs> the director, which was. Uh, uh, Stuart Baird wasn't familiar with Star Trek. In fact, uh, he didn't really know. I mean, he knew of Star Trek and kind of the general premise of Star Trek, but he had never really watched Star Trek when he was brought on to direct this movie. And his this is only the third movie that he was a director on. He had done some uh, second crew directing on some movies, but other than that, U.S. Marshals and Executive Decision was uh, the 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 two movies that he did before this executive decision. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. 
Isn't that the uh, Isn't that the one where uh, Steven Seagal's in it and he dies in the night for like first ten minutes? I think so. yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, dies on a, the uh, space plane. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah. It's not a yeah. space because it's plane. Uh, not spare, uh, spy plane. Uh, yeah, it's a nineteen ninety six Kurt Russell, isn't it? American Kurt action, Russell, yeah. Uh, thriller film with uh, Kurt Russell, Steven Seagal, Halle Berry, Oliver Steven Platt, Seagal David Suchet, and John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah, that's an all right movie, and I liked uh, U.S. Marshals enough. U.S. Marshals was good. I liked it. Yeah, I thought uh, Look, Wesley I Snipes and and uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and um, uh, the old dude. Oh shit, his name escapes me. Uh, You'll get it. The guy that played Two Face. Yeah. Fuck. What okay. the hell? Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. There I thought he was good. Look, I, I don't have a problem with bringing on a director that's not 100% familiar with the the franchise. As long as they do their due diligence. And what by that, I mean, you need to watch some of the more popular episodes from the series. You need to watch all of the movies. You need to get a feel for the characters, you need to get a feel for the cast and what they're capable of and how they've grown as actors uh, and and watch maybe some of their other uh, things that they've done. I, I think that's okay. And it, maybe that just kind of rubbed them the wrong way if he didn't do his due diligence as a director. Yeah. No. That said, I think this movie turned out pretty good. I don't know what they're all bitching about. I thought they all looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, Jordy didn't have a whole lot to say, but to be honest... In the last movie, he just really saw a sunrise, so I stopped giving a fuck about Jordy a while ago. Uh, Worf didn't have a pimple in this movie. I thought that was an upgrade. He had a reason to be there. And uh, he got uh, Deanna to touch his hand one last time. Yeah, did they uh, Did they give a reason why he was back on the Enterprise other than he attended the wedding? That was it. No, that was it. He's there to attend the wedding. He was there to attend the wedding. And, well, that's yeah. more that's more plausible than the last movie. But he was on Earth with the wedding, and so when no, they, they were on Earth, they, they were, were on, on they were on Earth. Earth. They were on the ship. They, they were, were on the, the ship. ship. Yeah, they weren't on Earth. They were on a ship. Yeah, no, they, they were, were on the in ship. Alaska. Says who? Were they? Yes. Says who? That would make sense because that's where Riker. That's where Riker grew up. So they have a wedding on Earth. Well, then they were all headed to the wedding on Beta Z. That's right. You're right. You were 100% right. I stand corrected and I admit my failure uh, as a Star Trek uh, geek. No, you're right. They were on, they were in Alaska because uh, that's where Riker was from. And then they boarded the Enterprise to go to Beta Z to do the Beta Z wedding, which everyone. So he was just catching a ride to Beta Z and got caught along. Correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that yeah. that is plausible. He didn't want to do the naked thing. Picard, however, I mean, I know that the the pod crawl kept saying he had a you know a peen issue. Uh, he was all about like just showing it off, so he's he's comfortable in his he own just skin. Where show Warp, she, he that's why he develops those guns is to bring the vision up <laughs> instead of down. Maybe, but you know what, Worf, who you would imagine, like you know, once you go Klingon, you don't. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't, but you would imagine he's probably you know hung like a Klingon. Like why? Why is he not like he's a prude? Well, how is a Klingon hung? I, I'm not familiar with Klingon porn. Rob, why don't you uh, know, why Rob. don't you get grab some examples of that? <laughs> <laughs> now, so um, according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, uh, the cast response to this movie 
uh, where LeVar Burton and Marina Sirtis spoke really unflatteringly of Baird, criticizing him for not watching any of the episodes of The Next Gen. Uh, there you go. Didn't Sirtis do his due diligence. bluntly called him an idiot. <laughs> uh, Frakes wow. praised both the character of Shinzon and the actor Tom Hardy, but said that if he and himself had directed, um, he would have made the film less villain-centric and given more screen time to the rec- regular next-gen cast. Um, and then Stewart yeah. also said that Nemesis was a pretty weak finale for the next-gen. I don't, I don't know if it's a weak finale. I don't know that it's a bad movie. Uh, but again, Marina, all due respect, you're hot, but shut up. Look, he should have watched. He should have watched. I mean, I'm, just, I'm paraphrasing Picard here when he told Data to shut up uh, in the in the movie. I'm not really telling you to shut up, Marina. You're hot. You can talk whenever you want. That's that's you, not what I you heard. Can tell me, you can, you can tell me to shut up. It's fine. What I'm saying is, is is the final product. While it may not be the best send off, I don't I don't really have a problem with it. And yeah, it's a little villain centric. But Tom Hardy did such a good job. Yeah, he really playing did. what is essentially an evil Picard, evil young Picard. Yeah, you just kind of get lost in it, and then you kind of you have this dichotomy of I mean, it's it's this this um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a metaphor for age. It's the the old looking back at the young, and the young looking forward at the old, and this this mirror reflection, and things aren't always as you remember them but they're still familiar and it's just uh, that final scene. I know I'm jumping ahead here, but that final scene when Tom Hardy is just pulls himself impales himself further on this, whatever thing that old man Picard at his old man was the, able the, to pull off the yeah, fucking wall. No, it's just the random spikes that apparently yeah. Remans put on their ship. I mean, everything's yeah. spiky. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just he, a, it's just an OSHA accident waiting to happen. <laughs> Freemans don't have OSHA. As Apparently. He's pulling himself onto this, this, this OSHA accident waiting to happen further. And he reaches up and to choke Picard with his like dying as his dying act. And then he realizes that he's, you know, looking into what he could have been. And he says what he says. It's just powerful stuff. I thought Hardy did a fantastic job. And while, Adding some things to canon that weren't there before, like the Remans, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to diehard Star Trek fans like myself. I'm it. It works. It it really works. And for Marina to be upset about him not watching uh, TNG episodes, I, I'll be honest. The scene where she's getting and again trigger warning, folks, uh, mentally raped by the Remans which is essentially what was happening. Mm-hmm. That had happened I, I before. Thought it, was pretty, it had happened before in a TNG episode. Right. And she didn't get to have the revenge that she probably deserved to have in that TNG episode. In this movie, oh, she certainly got her revenge. Right. In fact, without Troy, they would have never found the scimitar or the scimitar. That's true. As Riker calls it. Right. And the Podcrawl Lady. Yep. Scimitar. Hey, I'm Scimitar. thinking if uh if Podcrawl Lady Scimitar. and Riker both pronounce it like that, that's that's the pronunciation. Riker's probably hotter than the Podcrawl Lady. Oh, I don't know. Well, he is pretty hot. 
So he's he's a pretty man. Yeah. He's a pretty man. Yes. I yeah, hey, I agree. Hey. I think the main theme of the movie was, you know, identity, nature versus nurture, you know, what makes us who we are? Is it experience? Is it genetics? Oh, speaking of genetics, is our accents genetic? No. <laughs> no they are not. <laughs> Okay, I was just just wondering. That's just it depends on where it depends on where you were uh, born, uh, you know, and your 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 upbringing, right? Okay, okay, I was just wondering. But but he does have impeccable um, uh, grammar for somebody that uh, doesn't speak English as their first language. All right, so I think we're all I think we're all kind of burying the lead here, just to make a, a fun, funny, funny look. So he was meant. To take Picard's place. Okay. That's, and it yeah. wasn't until he was older that that plan went out the window. So you have to assume that he was A, taught the language, and B, taught the accent. Okay, but he wasn't that old when that plan went out the window, and he was still young enough that he would have caught on on a Riemann accent. Oh, look, man, I'm just trying to make it plausible <laughs> for everybody out there. That's all I'm trying to do. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. Uh, so I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that, um, you know, typically when you back a ship up, you know, after it's been collided in with another with another ship, that uh, the easiest way to film that is just to run the film in reverse. Is that what they before. did? Yes. I didn't notice that. Yes, all the fire went back into the ship as it started to uh, pull apart. <laughs> no shit. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, yeah. Was, was the debris that. going backwards too? I didn't notice uh, that. The, the debris, some of it was, some of it wasn't. So they just missed that part. They just missed editing that part out. They missed editing a little bit of it, yeah. But Which, it did, if, you could tell that it was like, oh, they just played pieces of it in reverse. Like, if I have a critique about this movie, it's that the CGI does not, in any way, shape, or form, hold up after 18 years. Okay, I disagree. I thought the fucking CGI I looked really good, considering this was 2002. I mean, I would have to say this is some of the best CGI and effects, especially that ship really? battle in any of the Star Trek movies that we've seen so far. Okay, okay, but when they're going to the to the Romulan Senate, and you see those people walking up and down the stairs and, and the, the, the backdrop for like, so the next generation did really good, uh, was really good at, um, those kinds of set pieces where they were just paintings and then they made them look yeah they were mats. alive. Yeah. This isn't this, this was, this was a CGI thing, the, the Romulan Senate. And so the people walking up and down the stairs, as it was zooming in on it, just looked fake as shit. Were you guys just not looking at that? Or yeah, I must not have been looking I at was that. Green. I wasn't looking yeah. at it. Yeah. You were looking I at was the engrossed green. in the story. Which is what they wanted you to look at. They wanted you to look at the green because that it was it was supposed to catch your attention and make you go, oh, they must be on Romulus. It's fucking green. Uh, and then like I was looking at the people because I already knew it was Romulus. So, so why did it, it look like shit? Why did it take, uh, let's see, what is this? Movie number four, why did it take four movies for him to finally um, get around to the, what I would consider TNG's big bad? You know, you know I mean. Rom- it was all, TNG's big bad's Q. Well, uh, okay. 
what I don't know I, about I th- that. I think there was a lot of Romulan centric episodes. Yeah, I think the Romulans were the were the Klingons of the next generation. Right. Uh, that I would agree with. I, I would one hundred percent agree with that. But the 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 bookend, literally for the for the for, for the TV series, was Q. He was the antagonist uh, in, in the first episode. He was the antagonist in the last episode. And I, you could argue he may not be the antagonist, but for me, he's always the big bad. He's the one that should have been. That should have been the final movie for. It should have been the first movie instead of the Nexus. Q brings Kirk back, and instead, and then it, he should have ended the 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 movie franchise as well. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think the Klingons are the the Klingon or the the Romulans are the Klingons of of the uh, of the next gen for sure. Yeah, the I'm not sure why it took four. I mean, they could have gotten away with you know doing them for insurrection. I mean, obviously it'd be a different movie, but they should have brought them in. Yeah, they should have probably early. brought them in earlier. I mean, I can see them bringing in the Borg for first contact. Yeah, that makes that, sense. that one made sense. Yeah, that one made sense. Um, they should well, yeah, have brought them I mean, in for the next. Yeah, one. insurrection should right. never have been made. That should I agree, have been 100%. probably Nemesis. Yep. And then another couple of movies that involve the Romulans or, or something thereafter. The Romulans, Q, uh, the Dominion, yeah, the Delta Quad. Well, the Dominion, well, the Dominion, much been the Dominion nuts by this point. Yeah, and Dominion was mostly a DS Nine thing. Yeah, but you know what? If you're gonna like, here's the thing: DS Nine fans and Voyager fans are always pissed off that they didn't get a, a shot at the movie. Well, if their shows had been better, think- they would have gotten movies. I 100% agree. I think Voyager was the weakest of all of them, except maybe Enterprise. And I liked Enterprise. I'm not, it's not a shot Enterprise at Enterprise. Was good. I just think it was, yeah. yeah. I just think it's the weakest of all of them. Yeah. Voyager next and then DS9. DS9 is good, but I think <laughs> no, it's it not. dragged on. If they would have, if they would have ended DS9 in five seasons and ended it with the Dominion War, that would have been great. Like done. But when you lose Jadzia Dax, oh, Jadzia Dax so hot. And you replace her. With Ezri Dax, and then you've got a melancholy Klingon. It's just not like never mind. Like, I'm done. Well, you know they they wanted to make sure that um, that Worf was still relevant and in people's uh, minds, so that they would remember him when they brought him back for the movies. <laughs> no, that's not it. They brought Worf in to to uh, uh, bring in more viewers because they were they were hemorrhaging viewers. Well, yes, but but what I'm saying is they kept him around as a melancholy uh, Klingon because you know they needed him for the movies. They couldn't just get rid of him because then it'd been like, okay, where was Worf this whole time? He left the yes. Enterprise and now he's coming yes, back. Nine. Why? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, well, they, I think for the most part they were pretty clever in writing him in, except for Insurrection. So I like that they didn't make Data the comic relief in this movie. That was nice. No, they made B4 the comic relief. Well, and you could even argue that B4 wasn't really even the comic relief. He was just an idiot on on screen. I mean, you can't really call idiots comic relief. That's just what they are. We don't call you comic relief, Rob. Because I'm not an idiot. Mm. So moving on. Um, but... Was the Vulcan <laughs> neck pinch that Data did really necessary? I mean, come on. It's fun. He learned it from Spock in the reunification yeah. episode. So I'm all right with it. Did he really? I don't remember that. Yes. Yeah. He said, he. in fact, it was 
Wasn't it Data, Picard, and Spock that, <clears throat> excuse me, that evil Yar had uh, 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 trapped, had imprisoned, and then like Spock and Data figured out how to uh, m- mess with the, the the holographic message that they were using for Spock to tell the uh, the the Vulcans that the Romulans were coming. Basically, it was Paul Revere going, "The Romulans are coming. The Romulans are coming," and then. Uh, when they stepped out of the of the hologram <laughs> that they put up in the wall, like the uh, Spock Vulcan nerve pinched somebody, and I think Data chopped somebody, and then Data looked at him and goes, "You will have to teach me that later." Okay, but I, think I totally forgot I think about that's that. That's a thing. Yeah, I don't remember that. I have at to all. go back and watch that those episodes, but I think that's what happened. I, I, I know Data. Well, and I mean Spock. It makes it makes a lot of sense because you do, uh, you know, Data learns a Vulcan um, neck pinch, um, and then Data's ancestors learn how to do um, uh, mind melds. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, it just made sense that, you know, uh, the ways of Vulcan. Ergo, Data's a Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's always been everyone's joke is, ha-ha, Data's the Vulcan. I mean, even in the very first episode of TNG, McCoy looks at Data and says, I don't see any damn pointed ears on you. <laughs> That's true. I remember that. Uh, um, why was Picard shaving his head in the Academy? Oh, that's uh, new. So again, I, I think this kind of goes to Marina's thing. Uh, he didn't, the director didn't do his due diligence. And so we get canon that is getting rewritten. In the Academy, he had a full, luscious head of hair. Right. Yeah, it wasn't until he got just out of the Academy that he... Uh, I mean, when he was on uh, the Stargazer, he had, had fucking head on top, or hair on top of his head. Yep. It was thin. But and it, it was wasn't there. white, but it was there. Yep. Yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think that's an issue, but that's only an issue. Like, here's the thing. When you're making a movie... In a franchise like Star Trek, you have to keep two things in mind. One, you have to keep the fan base in mind. And two, you have to keep the non-fan base in mind. Because you want it to appeal to a wide range of audience, right? So these yeah, are things. That, these are only things that fans going. know. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Non-fans didn't go to this movie. And I think that they should have because I think it's a great film. But it, those are things that only... Star Trek geeks like myself and Jason and maybe you before will pick up on is that no, he had fucking hair. He did. What are you doing? You're playing with the fucking cannon. This is stupid. Same thing with, with generations. Was it generations where, yeah, where Renee dies. Right. In in the, in the fire, it wasn't the same actor. It wasn't the same stuff. And you just kind of have to go, okay, well, I guess it's a movie. Well, I can see the same actor. I mean, Renee had, had grown up. I'm sure up. he would grown up a little bit. Yeah. I think what that was, what season five, season six, when Picard went home. Yeah. So you're looking at elite minimum two years that the, the actor has, but I mean, I would much rather, but this is just me for continuity's sake. I'd much rather see the same actors and you've got a whole fucking episode that you can pull from of Picard in the Academy where he got sent back in time. Right. Right. Yep. So you've got a whole episode you could pull fucking footage from and use that for the movie. 
And this director chose not to. Instead, he just got Tom Hardy to fucking slap on what looked like a 70s style uniform. Uh, (laughs) It was a a jumper. (laughs) Yeah, like a onesie. Yep. And fucking... Uh, like with the, it just looked terrible. Well, it looked like the, you, it, it looked like the cadet uniforms from, uh, the, the original series movies. Right. And it, that's not, <laughs> went back a little too far there, buddy. Right. Uh, like they were wearing the, 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 basically the Star Trek two uniform is what they were wearing. The Wrath of Khan uniform is what they were wearing in the Academy during Picard's Academy days. I liked that uh, Worf or that Deanna was using Worf as a Ouija board when she was looking for the scimitar. I thought that was clever. I said he got to touch her one last time. Right. (laughs) Now she's a married woman. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I mean, that just doesn't. And so she got her revenge on the on the mental on the on the mental rape. No, no, no. But yeah. But why do you have to touch? Why do you have to hold his hand? Why couldn't she was guiding his targeting? So why doesn't she just guide the targeting? It doesn't make for a good movie. I think that him, like her guiding his hand puts more tension on it. I think if she would have just been doing it, there's nothing there. Just okay. her moving her hand. Mm. Okay. Maybe she's know. not familiar with the tactical, tactical controls. I mean, she can't drive worth a shit. So, <laughs> grabbing speed you know and, and they tried they they tried to blow up this ship I t- i'm telling you it's not a star trek movie unless the enterprise explodes well you just don't let deanna drive that's that's all well, yeah, no 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 they tried to blow it up it, it but the, the only way didn't they, work the only way they would have had a worse driver is if akara sulu's daughter was driving oh oh, oh. oh ouch <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's a joke, folks. Don't look. If you have complaints, write to B4 at creativebraincandy.com and Rob will field those complaints for us. I will? Yes. Yes, I will. will. All right. Let's talk about the Remans real quick because, yeah, I had always thought, and I did some research on this as well, and it hasn't been confirmed, but the Remans are supposed to be Romulans that just that broke off, yeah, broke off, and and mm-hmm. went to Remus and then got enslaved. How the right. fuck did they turn into Bat People? Um, dark side of the moon, dark side <laughs> of the planet. No, I or- understand that Remus is is tidally locked, and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. creates problems of its own on a tidally locked mm-hmm. planet. But mm-hmm. just being in the dark isn't going to fucking change you that mm-hmm. much in that short of amount of time. Yeah, it will. No. Sure. No, it won't. No, it yeah, won't. Will. Absolutely not. Number yeah, one, how many, how many millennia did it take the fucking uh, Vulcans uh, and Romulans to evolve to the point where they're basically the same? But the Remans, which are fucking offshoot of the Vulcans as well. Right. Have somehow fucking evolved into bat people in even a shorter amount of time? No, no, sir. No, Maybe it's dilithium poisoning. That I'll buy. Done. B4 had a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Get Kool-Aid drink. Yep. Okay, problem solved. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, I'm just, it just, it's really weird. Dilithium. Uh, 
Dilithium. 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 You know, people have been around dilithium all the time. In fact, the Klingons have an entire prison asteroid that they have dilithium. They don't. Yeah, but people, they just kill people there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remans turn into bats. Or mm-hmm. I guess Romulans turn into mm-hmm. bats. Well, it's because they yeah. got green because they're slightly green. It's the blood chemistry makeup. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent. That's that's that, that's yeah. why uh, uh, Shinzon never changed into a bat. He had too much human in him. I, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm 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 telling you, Jason. There might be a little data in B four, just a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, not now, I, the 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 makeup was actually meant to look like the character Nosferatu. And whenever I watched it this time, it immediately hit me that both the Remans and uh, Tom Hardy's character Shinzon were mimicking Nosferatu. And I, I thought that was dumb. I thought that was a bad direction to take, but it is what it is. Well, now that you've told me that with the pearlescent, with the pearlescent uh, uh, wardrobe, well, the pearlescent wardrobe was something they did uh, later. In fact, they reused it for the Zindi in Enterprise. Let's not talk about the Zindi. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. it was, look, I, I just sat here and talked about rewriting canon in very, like, just details. Like, small details that, that most moviegoers would never Never notice, right? Like your regular moviegoers wouldn't know that Picard actually had hair uh, before when he was in the Academy. Now you're talking about the Zindi that just absolutely fucking 100% rewrite a shit ton of Star Trek canon for no other reason other than they just didn't want to reuse the Klingons as the big bad. Like, fuck that. It's just Zindi stupid. It made me really, really hate Enterprise for a lot of different reasons. I've, I've kind of gotten over it, but the Zindi shit just pisses me off. It's just stupid. Ugh, fucking dumb. So we got to see Will Wheaton one more time, briefly. Did we, though? Yeah. Shut up, Will. <laughs> we got to see him once. He actually had a speaking scene that they cut out of the movie. Yep. Yep. Yep, they sure did. They didn't want to have to pay him. And unless they you were have already the, pissed off, they had to pay a crusher. Yeah. Unless you had the uh, widescreen cinemascope. Uh, version of the movie you don't even get to see will in the movie at all <laughs> good 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 fantastic i like will wheaton and his character. i know you do i do not okay i do not i think um, I, I think he is a terrible person and a subpar actor and the character crusher was annoying as shit so i am a huge dork and was kind of bored last night whenever I did this, but I paused the movie whenever they had the battle group listed that they were supposed to rendezvous with and took down their numbers and registries and looked them up on memory alpha holder of all Star oh Trek knowledge. God. <laughs> wow. How bored were you? Holy and, hell. Uh, it actually, they, they all hold up. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of references to previous episodes and movies in this. Um, so the first one was the USS Nova, which was the first of its class, the Nova class. Um, the second one was the USS Valiant, which was um, a Defiant class starship. So it's the same class as the Defiant that Worf jumps around in off a of deep space nine. It actually fought in the dominion war. 
the next is the Galaxy class, which is the namesake for her class, or the USS Galaxy, which is the namesake for the Galaxy class. So they had a the uh, precursor to the Enterprise D in that battle group. Uh, and then you had the USS Ares, which was referenced on... Uh, what episode was that? Oh, that was uh, referenced on the episode where uh, they offered Riker command of the Ares, which is a, a deep space uh, Renaissance class vessel. You've got the USS Intrepid, which. Oh, you're still droning on about this? I just now realized. He is. He is. That the 25 minutes ago, B4 put boobs in our super secret chat. Is that right? Klingon, Klingon boobs. Klingon boobs, yeah. Oh he my has God, some Klingon porn. Shitty fucking <laughs> yeah, he, he has Klingon porn. <laughs> oh there was others. I just figured that that was the most uh, tamed. I, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't want to interrupt you, but you were interrupting my alone time with Klingon <laughs> boobs. Um, yeah, and they also had the USS Archer, which was named after Captain Archer from... Uh, which I'm Enterprise. okay with that. I'm. Oh, I don't want to dismiss all of Enterprise. Let's just re. Let's redo the series. But that's an. It, all right. That 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 ship is an Excelsior class starship. They're still running that's Excelsiors kind of at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, how expensive is it in a in a society with no money to build a starship? I'm guessing it's pretty fucking expensive. Well, I Wait, don't know. They they built the Enterprise you, A and then retired it after six years. Can't you just like. Um, Use industrial replicators. That's true. And just replicate I, your materials. I guess, but you still got to like have people put it together. Yeah, they I mean, had where that does, problem. Where do the on, materials? Uh, where do the materials come from? Like where it just atoms out of the air, right? <laughs> well, they had that problem on Utopia Planitia, where they were trying to ramp up uh, shipbuilding for a specific class of ship, and they just didn't have the manpower to put all that shit together. They could build the parts. They could get all the parts. Well, most of them, but there were certain parts uh, brought before out of uh, mothballs and put a bunch of before to work. Well, that's kind of what they did, right? Yeah, I know. I I know. (laughs) And that was a huge mistake. You know, the fact that sometimes what I say is lost on you gives me pause to even talk. It's like working. B4 doesn't get it. It's working. Like B4 doesn't understand. I get it. Like I understand. It's B4. Left-handed. All that. But when you don't get it, it's like you just, you don't know me at all, Jason. And it hurts a little bit. I know you. <laughs> can we just, can we rate these movies yet? God damn it. All right. Let's rate them. How are we doing this? Okay. So I tell you what, let's uh, go individually. Um, we'll give you our new rating and you tell us what we rated that number before. Oh, okay. So James go first. Or that picture or that number. Or no, who, who went first last time? It was Rob, right? J- uh, J- no, J- James went and then I did. And then you did. No, I think you did because I put you on the spot. Nope. I went second. <laughs> no, no, no. I went, I have it written down in the I order that you, we had done it. All right. James, yeah, I think you tried to put him on the spot and I was like, fuck it. I'll just take over. Cause he has he like before doesn't know what he's doing. I'll do it. All right, James, go. What was your Uh, your new number 10? uh, Number 10, uh, Star Trek V. That's not new, I don't think. Nope, yep, yep. Final Frontier is number 10 for you. Okay. Yeah. Nine? Uh, Star Trek IV. Voyage Home. Wow. So Voyage Home slipped a spot. It was number eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Number eight. Uh, insurrection. Uh, insurrection. So basically, eight and nine flipped for you. Yeah, insurrection yeah, was number yeah. nine. Wow, yeah. really? You like insurrection more than Voyage Home? Yep, one hundred percent. It's the whales. Double, it's- double dumbass on those whales. <laughs> All right, number seven. <laughs> uh, Star Trek three. Uh, okay. Okay. Star Trek three was your number four well, no, originally. What was number? What was his previous number seven? Oh, previous number seven was Nemesis. Okay. Number six? Uh, n- Generations. Uh, still holds. And number five? Uh, the motion picture. Uh, nope. You said first contact. Wow. Okay. Okay. Number four? First contact. Uh, search for Spock, which means that went up one. Wow. Okay. Or two. Number three? Or number, okay. Nemesis. Okay. Wait, are we number four, that, number three? Number three. Number three. Okay, number three. Uh, Nemesis was your number seven. Yeah, uh, I moved up quite a bit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, motion picture was your number three. Yeah, that slipped uh, a little bit. Uh, number two would be uh, Star Trek six. Undiscovered Country. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah. So it's still the same. Uh, then number one is Wrath of Khan, and number one probably overall in the history of all movies is Wrath of Khan with Into Darkness. As my number one. Okay. All right. Rob? You want me to go backwards? Yeah. Start at 10. All right. 10. Final Frontier. Uh, Same as it was before. Uh, Number nine, I put Search for Spock um, because I totally forgot how much I hated that movie (laughs) um, until I watched it again. Uh, Originally, Search for Spock was uh, seven, so it moved down. Insurrection was nine for me originally. Uh, let's see, eight. Uh, motion picture. Uh, uh, and it got eight because I fell asleep while I was watching it this time. <laughs> so, uh, and let's see, originally Nemesis was number eight for me. Um, number seven is Insurrection. Uh, so that moved up. It was number nine. Now it's number seven. The original number seven was Search for Spock. So they did a little bit of a flip there. Um, number f- six was is Nemesis. Um, it moved up two spots. Uh, originally, uh, the motion picture was uh, number six for me. Um, number five is Generations. Uh, that stayed the same. Uh, it's a good middle ground. Um, number f- one, two, let's see. Number four, uh, Undiscovered Country. Uh, it slipped a spot. Um, originally, number four was Voyage Home for me. Uh, my number three is Voyage Home because uh, I I just thought it was a little bit better than Undiscovered Country uh, in terms of it felt fun and less uh, Debbie Downer. Um, Rob likes the upbeat movies. Well, it just—it just—it was—it was was okay. So, so with that one, the reason why that one got a little bit higher was uh, because we just came off of you know search for Spock, which just 
it was a beat down for me. Well, we, we came and, off and of we, like con and search of Spock, which were right, both right, really which, dark, intense movies. Right. And then, and then voyage home, it was kind of, it was light, it was fun. And I, and I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed undiscovered country. I liked them not, both. Not I liked shocking them. that before likes Star Trek four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number two is wrath of Khan. Uh, originally first contact was number two. Uh, and my number one is first contact because something wrong with you. Time travel, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) There's something definitely wrong with you. Uh, I just, I mean, they, they are very close. Um, originally it was wrath of Khan and then first contact, uh, after watching them, I, I enjoyed first contact a little bit more. Uh, Can somebody yeah. call the reading rainbow? I think we need someone to reset B4's positronic net. <laughs> yeah. All right, James, or Jason, Jason, sorry. All right, so my number 10 on the new ordering is Insurrection. I'm pretty sure that's the same as it was on the last. Still the same. Yeah. Still the same. Uh, number nine is Final Frontier. Uh, let's see. Yep, still the same. Number eight is Search <laughs> for Spock. Still the same. Number seven <laughs> is Motion Picture. Oh, wow. Okay, so originally Generations was your number seven. Motion picture, you had it four. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought that was up there quite a while. It was for him. up yeah, there. Yeah, it was. There. And then yeah. I rewatched it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then he, and then he fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number six is Nemesis. Uh, let's see. Uh, still the same. Number five is Generations. Uh, let's see. First Contact was number five for you, and Generations was number seven originally. Number four is First Contact. Okay. So, uh, motion picture. Yeah. Uh, Number three, Voyage Home. Uh, Still the same. Number two, Undiscovered Country. And the same. Number one, Wrath of Khan. All right. So, you had a little bit of a, in the middle there, you had a little bit of a shakeup. Yeah. How can you be so smart? And so dumb at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mine uh, mine moved less than either one of yours, so maybe I was right all along. No, I don't think that's it. I'm going to take it as 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 that was the case. So mm, I'm going to go back to Klingon boobs. Let me know when we're done. <laughs> um, I do have one question for you. So, yes. Jordy said that the scimitar had perfect cloak, unbreakable. Unbreakable. What would uh, Pirate Scotty have done in that situation? You just got to throw some fucking tachyon radiation or some shit, Harg. Just throw it out there, matey, and let's just see what fucking happens. And he does it so loudly. (laughs) Yeah, so loud. loud. That son of a bitch. He's got no internal monologue. (laughs) Whatever comes to my mind, no volume control either. It's like my kids. Uh, uh, Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? I do. Uh, This one is titled Star Trek Rises. You're adopted, darkness. I was born informed by it. And now you may die. 
That's the worst <laughs> bane ever. I know, isn't it? It was terrible. It was just so terrible. Did you have like an empty soda can that you were talking into? No, I just cut my hand over my mouth. No, you need the yeah. empty soda can. I'm telling oh. you, it helps. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on. I've got an empty Yeti cup here. I don't know if that's going to be the same thing, but you give it a shot. You adopted Dark. I was born and formed by it. And now you may die. Any better? Nope. No. No. Nope. You sound no, like no, Kenny from South Park. Yeah, I was going to say, you sounded <laughs> a little more uh, South Park-esque there. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Well, this brings the summer of Star Trek to a close. I'm a little Thank bit of sad, guys. <laughs> Thank oh, God. <laughs> I had How are fun you reviewing Star the Star Trek movies. Yeah. I wish there was more. Can we do Enterprise? Can we start with Enterprise and do all the series? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. no. No, we need to because eventually we'll get to Discovery and he'll be forced to watch it. I'm saying. Exactly. Know. That's why I said fuck no. Because we would have to It'd do Enterprise. Then we would have to do Discovery. Well, that's only like five and Then seasons. we would have to okay. get to the, the original seasons. series, which is okay. And then That's the next seasons. generation, which is really good. That's seven seasons. And then we would have to do like DS9 and Voyager. Seven seasons. And seven yeah. seasons. Okay. No. All right. That, that, how much content is there? There's like a shit ton of content. That's a, shit that's ton a totally. Of content. That's a totally different podcast, guys. Yeah. It's a totally different podcast. A podcast that's probably done by a lot of different people. Pretty okay. sure that's been done. What's Whatever being done say. next week? Well, I'm glad you asked, Rob. Next week, we are going to start... We call that a segue in the business. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next week, we're going to start with the movie that follows two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. Road yes, trip? It's 1989 Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Road we are trip. going to do the Bill and Ted series on a run-up to Bill and Ted Face the Music. That was released this week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would have been uh, reviewing it next week, but, you know, somebody had a, and I'm using air quotes here, derecho. It's a derecho. Derecho. You're, you're fine. It's a derecho. There you go. Thank you. Derecho. See? Tomato, <laughs> tomato, derecho, derecho, derecho. Um, it doesn't matter. It was all made up, and you just didn't want to watch the movie. I'm pretty sure what he did was rented a bunch of fans from Home Depot and set them up in a line. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Took pictures. Yeah, follow me. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at Citus underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. For this week, I'm Jason. We never talked about the fact that Ron Perlman was in this. He was. He was the Viceroy. Mm. Hey, B4, can you put some more Klingon porn on a thumb drive and send it to me? I can't get internet here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Coming at you. And we'll talk to you next week.
Why aren't you recording on your your regular computer? Uh, because I can't. There's no way for me to get it off of the regular computer. Just like I don't. Oh fuck! You made me say computer. It looks like your Wi-Fi network is connected to the internet. Take a look at the hot in your Alexa. I hate you so much. <laughs>